What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Heck vs. Hell, where the truth we tell. I had to lower my audio there a little bit. I was a little too loud. But today is such a beautiful day, wherever you are, even if you're listening to this at night. Still a beautiful night. It's always good whenever we're still breathing. That's such a blessing. You know, I sound like a radio host right now. Hey, everybody. Right. <laughs> but it's a, it's a great day. You know, it's a great day. I'm... uh. I'm feeling good. I hope each and every one of you are feeling good. And if you're not, then you're still at the right place. Because I hope I can pass along this energy to you of the little amount that I have. Okay? Because to be frank with you, I am not feeling the best right now. But, hey, we still got to push through. Life moves on, right? And it doesn't stop for any of us. So, this is why I'm here telling you, reinforcing welcoming you back because we can't stop can't stop won't stop right no pain no gain so yeah i'm uh feeling a little bit under the weather um so uh, i got a couple things wrong with me not exactly sure what's going on all the way but i mean we're here you know we we still got to be grateful even through the storm and today, I just want to talk about, because I'm actually, uh, it, it's holiday season, right? A bunch of you are expecting all these holidays uh, coming up. October, what was it, Halloween? I, I don't, see, I don't even remember the name. Halloween just passed. Um, and that's actually one of the things I want to talk about, too, was the severity of what's going on in this world and we're going back a little bit, right? We're taking a little trip back to the episode, uh, Kingdoms and Cultures. And we need to analyze the influence that we've had from the world. You know, because a lot of people, and, and you may be included, right? A lot of people think they don't have any kind of influence on them whatsoever. And that's very hard to do. You know, because as children, we are kind of products of our environment to a certain age. So we have to go, and that's why whenever I have my kids, very soon, hopefully, Lord willing, I'm going to make sure they're kind of secluded. You know, I'll probably do some type of homeschooling or get a private teacher to come teach them or something. You know, something where it's not so influenced by the mainstream media and the culture that just runs around everywhere because unfortunately the world is getting really sick you know and and I have love for every people every type of person every everybody but some things are just so heinous like I I don't I don't understand it all the way and you know, I just say that as as kind of a figure of speech because, of course, I understand what's going on and what the reason behind it is. But some people are just ignorant. And, you know, I love that word. That's one of my favorite words. Probably one of my most words used in this ep- uh, this show, excuse me, is just ignorant, right? Ignorant. Everything is ignorant. That's that's my word. I hope I, I rubbed off on you and you started using that word, too. Hey, you're ignorant, you know? I've uh, I've said that to to my siblings before as well, you know, calling them ignorant. They don't even know what it means. But the thing about it is now in public schools, oh, yeah, we're getting political. Now in public schools, they are trying to teach children at a very young age different types of sexuality. 
you know, and, and there was even a, this one thing that I had saw, I can't remember what the guy's name was, it was some, some guy that basically gets people on his show and kind of debates with them from, I think from the UK, if I'm not mistaken, and he had someone on his platform, and he basically asked him, he's like, oh, well, when did your daughter, because it was one of those uh, rainbow community members, you know, I, I don't, uh, the, the name is too long, it's easier to say rainbow community, but it was one of those members, and they were saying that her daughter, I, I believe, decided, it was, I can't remember if it was her daughter or her son that decided they wanted to be the other gender, and they were like four years old. And what had ended up happening, you know, he switched it up and he just said, well, when did she decide, you know, she wanted to become what she is. I can't remember if it was what roles it was, but she had said, oh, well, she decided whenever she was four, she said, mommy, I want to switch, basically. I can't remember what it is. Once again, don't quote me on that. Um, but he responded, he's like, interesting. He's like, because at at my daughter's age at the age of four her most important decision was whether to watch Paw Patrol or Peppa Pig and you know that was like a really good way of of basically showing that it is taught you know a lot of people say these children come out confused and come out trying to understand themselves and and understand their identity and that's a hundred percent true that is one thousand percent true but if you go back a couple hundred years, a couple years, a couple decades ago, children were over here wanting to grow up to be something, you know, a astronaut, a president, uh, some type of police officer, fireman, whatever it is, you know, just different types of things. And now they're changing that agenda. So it's a... Uh, just a whole movement of basically planting seeds you know it, it, it's just a whole thing of planting seeds and that's uh one of my made biggest problems that i have with that is that community you know i still hope i go in and touch a lot of people in in the right way because my sister you know i don't know if i've told y'all too much about it but my sister's actually um she she's uh confused with her identity as well and uh she acts like very tomboyish and stuff like that and um you know it was the same era of growing up so it's difficult because what they do you know to give you well let's go into that a little after <clears throat> but so what they're kind of doing is just planting seeds, you know, of what direction you should be thinking in, you know, and that's what people do. If you grow up with a thief, you're going to be thinking of different ways to steal. You know, you're going to be thinking of new ways to steal and, and get influence. You know, we get influence from up until the age of seven, if I'm not mistaken. And from seven to 14, that's whenever you kind of build your character. So up until seven, you don't know anything in, in a sense, right? To a sense. And up until 7 to 14, that's where your foundation becomes stronger, you know, and you just kind of have to learn more discipline, okay? So 1 to 7, finding out the world, 7 to 14 is like firm foundations, right? Yeah, y'all remember that episode? Exactly. So that's kind of uh, that's kind of where it is whenever it comes to adolescence, and it's uh, 
it could be different for everyone, you know, it's situational. But even now, you know, in, in different communities and, and some communities that I grew up in, the objective of a woman or a female was to get pregnant by a certain age. You know, that was like a goal in, in the in in my culture at least, the way I people I surrounded myself with because I kind of was born into that family. And uh it was just having birth early. So my mother, she had me at 16. She had my older brother at 14. My sister, she had her baby at like 14 as well, I think. And just all of them under the, even the legal limit to have sexual activities. And that was kind of the culture that we grew up in, you know, and they were very much influenced as well. So it doesn't matter what culture, what religion, what ethnicity, what you want to claim a rep, you have some type of influence, and the Western influence is one of the biggest, biggest impacts in the world, really, because they just made it so coveted, you know. And and if you really look back at it and start looking back at, uh, let's say, for example, the Rome Empire, you realize that a lot of their practices are still here today in America. You know, I I live in America, but, you know, that doesn't mean I'm, hey, you know, I'm for it. Just like I'm living in this world, but I'm not for the world, right? And that's how it, it, it kind of is, though, is they have such a culture to where they want you to covet. You know, I, I don't know where that one phrase came from. It's It's greener on the other side or something like that. That is not the case. You know, it's it's almost never the case. And it's just the whole point of trying to get people to feel unworthy, feel depressed, feel in much different areas of manipulation. So it's all about controlling, right? So So that's what the objective is, even in the Roman Empire, they were trying to control. Once there was a problem, what they would do... Rather than trying to address it, they would distract the public. Okay, and how they would do that was they would have the Colosseum with gladiators and versus lions, all these type of things. They're doing the same thing right now. You know, it makes them a lot of money, but it's also distracting from bigger issues. It's distracting from bigger problems. You know, right now we're on the brink of World War Three, and there's still new sports and awesome events coming out and all this and that. And they make a lot of money, so they're not going to stop. You know, they may not even know what they're doing. To an extent, like even uh, Dana White, you know, I I love the UFC. I loved it. I watched it a long time ago. I would watch it a lot. And I was actually to the point where, man, that was, that was one of my goals was to get in the UFC. But I just, I kind of dropped that, you know, because I, cause I kind of had to in a sense. Um, but it was, it was something that I kind of coveted, you know. I'm like, hey, yeah, let me go and see the UFC. I like to fight and, you know, get paid for fighting. That sounds like... A heck of a job. So it was uh, something that I even wanted to get into. You know, if it wasn't that, it was football. And th- these are Coliseum sports. And I call them that because that's basically what it is. You know, in, in certain times of the year, even with holidays. It's the same thing with holidays. They make all of this to distract you and to do greater things. Like if you pay attention, really pay attention to Halloween. That's one of the most dangerous months. Like, if you go to a party on Halloween, I think recently, too, I saw an article where basically a lot of people were wounded and killed at a Halloween party. 
and it wasn't even the day of. And if you look up John Ramirez, he used to be a warlock, and he converted to basically serving the kingdom of God. And he would talk about all this stuff about how he would go, and, and that was like the best year for them. You know, how he would go and astral project and just go on hovering, flying over cities with his uh, soul and just basically putting spells and curses on people, you know, just harming people in so many ways. And, you know, that that type of commitment is is crazy. You know, he was he was a warlock for Satan and he would just work with them directly. And it was, it's just crazy the amount of things that go on. And I think last year, 2022, if I'm not mistaken, that was also the year that uh, Takeoff, Takeoff died from the Migos. If you're not familiar with the Migos, they're one of the most popular rap, hip-hop, trio, whatever groups you want to call them, whatever you want to call them, um, in America. And... One of them died, and if you go, you can look up that whole thing, and they have, in the music video, they have, like, a whole contract, and it's all dark and everything, and, like, look at look at all these concerts and everything, like, they're just openly worshipping the adversary, and it's almost to desensitize you, if if you don't look at it deep enough, it's to desensitize you to what's happening. You know, because they've done so much things with it. And recently, too, I had, uh, I had forgot all about this. But what had happened, I want to say in 2020, 2021, I can't remember when it was. One of those years, uh, maybe 2019 even. One of those years, I remember Dubai went, and it was all over social media. But Dubai went, and they were looking for scientists to basically find a way to produce rain. Because it was a dry country over there and stuff like that. And in a matter of, I want to say months, less probably, less than three months for sure, they were able to do it, produce it, and everything like that. And they were offering like a couple million dollars or something. I can't remember how much they were offering. But if you really look at it, some somehow, for some reason, that's not there anymore. You know, I tried looking it up the other day. None of that happened. You know, that whole Dubai incident where they were looking for someone to create that, it didn't happen. Uh, according to, you know, the lack of, maybe it was just my lack of research, but it it like wasn't there. And it's kind of the same way as they kind of understand the power of influence. They understand how to say subtle things or put subtle things in to desensitize people. You know, and that was one of the things for for a while. There was always these conspiracy theories, like, oh, the government controls the weather, oh, this and that. Like, it's kind of coincidental how they went and did that, and then made it disappear. They're like, oh, somebody got it. You know, they claim that couple million dollars or whatever, and uh, that's been going on for a while. So that was just blown over like nothing. So they're slowly showing their agenda, and they always do that, especially in the music industry too. If you look at it, they try to play that type of stuff off as a joke. And I think that was one of the first episodes as well that, that went up from Heck versus Hell about how humor, you know, and there's different types of ways to just kind of put it out there and not to be all the way serious, but it like plants a seed and it desensitizes you.
it makes your guards not be up all the way. It makes you think, ah, he might not be serious. And once they, they're like, oh, it's serious. Well, you're, you're still already to that point where it's like, oh, well, you know, he said it. So, it, you know, we could have expected that or however it is that you think, right? But it's a way of desensitizing your emotions and your guard, you know, it's, tr- it's almost like planting that seed slips behind the walls of your gate, okay? And then it goes in and it unlocks the door and it opens the door and boom, that's where they come in. They're like, okay, we're actually here, you know? So that's kind of how they do it. And in a sense, it's almost to control the emotion and the uprising and the outrage and all this type of stuff. Like they do it so strategically, yet they play dumb. And that's the the beauty of it is like they're really good at manipulation. And that's not even a compliment. That's actually horrible. But it's uh it it's something that really needs to be looked at is the way that they do these type of things. You know, and now recently they've been over here talking about all these UFO sightings. In the last what, like five years there the government's actually over here saying, Hey, we're releasing these type of footage and everything. When for a long time they were just like, nah, that's a hoax. You know, they were playing everything off the same way. They're like, hey, when we're ready, we're going to tell you what's really going on. So that's why for for the better part of my life, I want to say just about my whole life, I've never really trusted the government to that extent, you know. And hopefully if you're hearing this and I some somehow something happens, hey, you know who it was. But, um... That's kind of how it is, you know, that's that's a desensitization to what truth is. So they try to cover things up. And even when someone's lying, you know, I've seen this happen before, too, in relationships. When someone's cheating, let's say, for example, and they go and they're just slowly dropping all these cheating jokes. Like, oh, my, that's why I cheated on you or this, like little things like, oh, I'm going to go and I was doing this and. You know, you ask your your partner, where were you? Oh, I was out there, you know, cheating on you or something like You're like, ha come on. Where where were you really? And they kind of drop those hints. Like, so the reaction when it's uncovered won't be as severe. You see what I'm saying? So it's, uh, it's very strategic. And even people that manipulate, they might not understand it all the way, but they do it. So it's a it's a pattern, you know, a lot of people have the same understanding, the same mindset of how we go about planting seeds. You know, that's some of the most powerful thing you can do is plant a seed. And in in a sense, you know, it's like we're all like children in areas we don't know, right? So so if you go and I've said this before, I've used the same analogy before, if you go and you aren't aware about an area in life, and you go and you hear something like, let's say UFOs, aliens, for example, whatever. Your first video that you see, your first article, whatever, boom, it's a hoax. Okay, you're not going to believe it. But if you were like me, and the first thing you looked up, like, I didn't look up, hey, is this a hoax? I was like, okay, alien sightings, all this and that. Like, And it was people like trying to prove that it was real. So I was like, oh, I believe in that. You know, so it was a, it's kind of the first impression. Now, that's the best word for it. The first impression that you get is the lasting impression. It's the same way with people, right? If you meet someone, you're going to go like, oh, I, I, I recognize you. You're this guy. 
You know, if you meet someone and, and they're all funny and goofy and, and act in some type of way, and then they try to be serious later on, you're like, that's not who I met. Who's this guy? You know, you're going to take him as a funny guy. You know, it's that first impression. And it, it really is a lasting impression is we just kind of put it there, boom, that's it, lock it in the vault. You know, and, and that's to go straight into our subconscious. Hey, that's a memory. I remember this is this is what you were like. So don't don't try to not be the funny guy. Tell me a joke, you know, and we try to categorize people in that sense. So whenever we go and we operate with our subconscious mind, that's what ends up happening is we don't think on situations. We don't actually try to use our mind to comprehend or dissect a situation. And it's not even to the sense of trying to prove the person wrong or trying to prove them right, but it's coming at it with an unbiased perspective. It's coming at it actually not knowing. You know, you can't take a little piece of information and say, I I know the truth, so this is the truth, let me prove it, right? Because then you're going to be firm on that, and you may come to the truth, but it's going to be a lot harder. Right. And there was even a video that I man, I wish I could show you all this video, but it was a video basically talking about perception. And there was like four or five different angles. And from one angle, it looked like someone was getting robbed from another. It looked like the guy was running, actually, because he was about to get shot at. And then another angle, it was like he was running because he was going to save somebody's life. You know, so it's all about bigger perception and bigger altitude. And whenever we're stuck in the confines of our own mind and trying to use our own knowledge that we've gained, the the only information that we've acquired so far on the situation, it's hard to prove it right or wrong. You know, that's why even whenever you go ahead of the jury, ahead of a courtroom, they try to bring all the witnesses, all the perspectives, try to get a full understanding of the picture. You know, you can't condemn someone by only seeing a quarter of the Mona Lisa, right? If you if they got like curtains over it and you just see a little corner of it, you're like, oh, that's that's probably a lame picture. You know, it's a uh, a picture of the city or something. You know, you whatever your mind thinks, and you're like, ah, that's that's not a good picture, until it's uncovered and you're like, ah, it's still not a good picture, right? So so you already prejudged it, and that's the that's the difficulty too, even in, when it comes to the culture. You know, a lot of times we get prejudged going into courtrooms because we look a different way, because we look and fit the profile of many crimes that have been committed. And I can't say I support Black Lives Matter um, just because it's still the division. You know, they, they, they took it to an extent to where it's saying, hey, Black Lives Matter and that's it. You know, and, and they go and they turn around and be racist themselves. So it's like they try their 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 intentions are kind of good into a sense, you know, the understanding and the purpose of it. It makes sense, but the execution is not. Right? So so it actually makes it more difficult because it's like having a, a debate. You know, it, it kind of puts you in that perspective. And that's actually something why uh forgiveness is extremely important. Oh man, this conversation is going everywhere, but it's good. Um, forgiveness, that's actually one of the main things that I want to talk about too in, in a different episode. I want to dedicate a whole episode to it. But forgiveness is very essential because 
if a snake bites you, right? Let's say, for example, if a snake bites you, it's that's kind of what like uh, something being done onto you is. You know, you just leave the venom in and you just blame the snake. You're just like, hey, and and you just pressurize and you're holding in the venom. So you don't forgive it. So it kind of it's like a venom inside of you. Right. That that stirring hate or that stirring situation, whatever it is. And that's, you know, to, to go all the way around back. That's kind of what happens with that rainbow community is they get traumatized at a certain age. You know, not all of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, they get traumatized at a certain age and they never let go of it. You know, that's why you see them always going and, and getting triggered and getting to a certain point where they're just yelling and and being so aggressive because you touch something that their survival instincts had to kick in on in a previous time, you know, like, for example, some, I know some people that have been molested as a child, you know, some people that have been brutally molested. I don't know if I could say the word here, but to, to that extent, like, hey, if you're listening to this, you're under 18, you may know what I mean, but still, you know, try to keep this. I'm trying to keep it PG. So that has happened. I've seen it happen before. And whenever you even get close to touching on those subjects, it's like their defenses go up, you know, and it's like a hurt dog, you know, and that's not to demean or demoralize a person, but that's kind of what the situation is is whenever you go and you see a, a stray dog that's just over there in the corner shaking and shivering, once you get close to it, it's probably going to attack you. Like, nine times out of ten, that's kind of how it happens. Because they've been hurt. Their previous owner either beat them or abused them or left them out to die or something, and they've been hurt. It's the same way. They still got to earn that trust back. So... Looking at animals too, I'm going to tell y'all right now, looking at animals and analyzing how animals operate, especially dogs, you can see a lot of reflection in how humans operate too. And I say dogs because I love dogs. I'm a huge dog person and they're just super pure. You know, they're, they're so loyal, so pure, so ecstatic even just to see you even if you've been gone for an hour they're over here jumping around like they haven't seen you in forever like they they're, they're just amazing animals um and that's that's kind of how we should be you know it's just so ecstatic so positive so optimistic so looking good on life and stuff like that like that's how we should be as humans that's why i love looking at dogs because it's like they see the world with such a beautiful lens you know black and gray maybe but such a beautiful lens and uh it's just amazing you know and and being able to study any type of psychological activity any type of physiological activity as well you know how someone acts but the intention and meaning behind why people act the way they do it'll give you a deeper insight to understand people you know because that's another thing that I don't like either because it's like once you're standing on a side, it creates division. And of course, you know, you're either with me or against me. You either gather, you scatter. But whenever it's like things like Black Lives Matter, they're both in the wrong, you know, so you can't really stand into them. You know, if they're against black, if they're against it, against it, that's uh, something else, you know, because there are people that just 
go and and do heinous things you know those police officers that have gone and and done things you know out of their abuse of authority but it's the same way like the heart like just like we were talking about it's that pain that surfaces because we can't let go we can't forgive it's it's a venom it it taints it taints it taints it taints our heart in a a bad way you know like every piece of thing that you hold on to it taints your heart the purity of your heart and the way i really see it is like everything you hold on to every trauma that you've ever had it's like a a piece of garment going over the light inside of you until you have so much trauma so much things you haven't let go of built up to where you're just walking in darkness that's that's the way i look at it because it's it's truth because if you're not lighting up the world you're not helping it at all so in that aspect yeah i'm i'm a hundred percent light i'm a hundred percent for the light you know i used to dwell in dark places and uh that's something that y'all gonna get to read very soon, Yar. I say I, I talk so, <laughs> I talk so ghetto sometimes, but I mean that's how, that's how y'all gonna get to. See, I said it again. That's what y'all, you all, are going to get to read is a piece of my life of that darkness that I was living in. Well, if you want to, you know, you don't have to, but. I just wanted to make that quick message, you know, just leave it to you all to think, like, think of the influence of what you do, you know, and think of your intentions behind it, because people so blindlessly and aimlessly do Halloween, and they don't even know what it is they're doing it for or why they're doing it, it's just, hey, let's dress up and go get candies, when it's a very dangerous holiday, you know, there's so many kids that go missing on that day, there's so many people that gets unfortunately killed on that day as well you know it's just so dangerous so like analyze everything and i think that just might be what the episode is called analyze everything because we're just so blindlessly walking through the world and not even realizing the customs and practices that we are practicing to the point where we're just blindlessly walking down the wide road to death and that's a warning sign, you know, that's a, a warning to tell you, hey, there's there might not be something that you're not doing right, you know, there's a bunch of things that, that you could actually be doing yourself that potentially kills people, you know, because even if you are supporting certain things, like, I don't like abortion, that's, I've said it, I'm, I'm saying it, I'm saying it very um, vividly, I don't like that. And I don't support it because not only does it kill an innocent being, it also harms the body. But most of all, it is an excuse most of the times to get out of the responsibility and the consequences, taking on the consequences of your decision. You know, so what I stand for, you know, just what was the slogan? Yeah, I want to hear you say it right now. That's right. That's right. You got it spot on. And that's kind of what it is. You know, we just, we need to stand on what, what is true rather than looking at it from what's right or wrong from a human perspective, what's good and bad from what we've grown to understand. We have to look at it from truth and lies, truth and deception.
So the truth, whenever you're standing on the truth, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're here for. So all of you warriors out here listening to this right now, keep going. Keep doing what you're doing because you're changing. You know, once you change for yourself, you can be a light to others. Once you clean your house first, you can help others clean their house. So you're helping people. And that's the purpose we were put on this earth for, is to help people. Is to to live this life growing. And, and it's a very short life. But why live it with I, I, I when... In the end, I mean, yeah, you do die alone. You absolutely die alone, but you don't end up alone. No matter what, you're never going to end up alone. There's only two places you can go, and you choose, right? You either go to heck or you go to hell, right? Nah, but um, that, that's, that's really the situation and the gravity of what I wanted to speak about. Because even Thanksgiving, you know, that's something that's coming up very shortly. And it's uh, celebrating basically a butchering of a lot of Native Americans, a butchering of customs and practices and taking over. It's uh, celebrating evil, just like Halloween. It's celebrating evil. So I just want to make you all aware of what you're doing, um, not to rain on your parade and say, hey, you know, don't don't do that. Don't don't have fun. You know, don't do this and that. I'm not here to be your dad. You know, I'm a father to many, but I'm not here to be your dad and tell you what you can and can't do. Rather, what you should and shouldn't do from the place of knowing truth. So that was kind of the point of this episode right now. You know, dad talk, hashtag dad talk. That's what we're doing right now. And uh, you're grown. You know, you're going to make your own decisions, but I just want to help influence you the proper way. You know, just like legs. Legs like my mom. You know, she kind of gives me perspectives. And I don't like saying that because it just, it doesn't sound right. But, you know, the way I listen, the way I have to humble myself and listen and, and respect her for the amazing wisdom that's been bestowed upon her, it's uh, a guidance. You know, I'd rather say teacher. You know, I, I don't know about that mom. So hashtag teacher, right? I'm, I'm going to start saying that too, hashtag a lot. But that's kind of where I wanted to be. Um yeah, y'all might or might not hear the ice cream truck rolling by, but that was uh, that's a good cue uh, to leave it off, you know. And once again, I I love you, and that's why I'm saying all of this. That's why we always get on here like this because I love you, and and I want to make sure that we're all getting on the right path, that we're all doing what we need to be doing deeper than hey, you know, go to work, do this, watch some shorts reels whatever social media stuff you know play some video games no it's it's a lot deeper than that life is way too short and we have to make the best of it right we only get one shot and that's our life that one shot will determine our eternity so this is your one shot and i should end out with with some eminem man i wish i had someone like jamie you know from the joe rogan podcast like jamie Put on that Eminem song, you know, one shot, one opportunity. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, just go in like that, you know, and then start outroing it. But um, no, nah, this this is, uh, you know, Hector Rivera. You know who it is with another episode, Heck versus Hell, where the truth we tell. I love each and every one of you. 
I hope this message at least got you some type of perspective, got you thinking in one way or another, you know, of what to analyze. Or even if you were like, oh, man, I thought UFOs were real. And, hey, I'm not I'm not debating against that. I, I actually do think they're real. There are a lot of things that we're going to get into as well when it comes to these type of things. So once again, uh, you are very purposed. And I want you to remember that. You know, don't let that leave your mind, even if you got to tell it to yourself, because it doesn't matter. Once again, it doesn't matter how many times I tell you unless you believe it. And I'm going to tell you right now that I believe it. You are purposed and you are destined for this world. So unleash that greatness within. I love you all and I'll catch you on the flip side.